Consider foolish remissions is executed. Yes, my culture is black, but my connection is Jewish. Blueprint conducive to a lifestyle that is exclusive. Bloodshed for any soul choosing to live life as a nuisance. Told you this bigger than music. Raise your glasses to the ceiling, to glasses with the family celebrating. Uh, so watch this, and don't be mad because you're part of the body music, but you don't because you won't receive the hands. I like stories, so turn the pages meaning. I am so for sure, it's not a facade. Keeping accomplishments quiet doesn't mean it's a mirage. Move different, humility part of the foundation. Be remaining grounded while the world witnesses elevation. Taking trips to London, look what I'm becoming. Remember. Never haunted, you working with three sixes. Look at my life, ask me who running. Kinsman Redeemer is the king who saves us from amongst us. Trust the process in the drop top while I'm cruising. Make history by becoming one of the best. No chorus at all, no chorus involved. Uh. Just let it breathe, man. No chorus at all. No chorus in Check. One, two. Yes, y'all, you know what it is. Come on. Movement Underground Thursday edition. We got that right this time. Live on Facebook and on YouTube. Dr. Tony Whitley Jr., Team Underground Lady TJD. Let's go. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Movement Underground Thursday edition. Straight P, no mix. Dr. Tony Whitley Jr. Team Underground. We are live on Facebook and on YouTube. Come on, get with me. Share it once, share it twice, share it three times. Get ready to start a watch party. Come on back to the main feed and hang with us. This is how we start the weekend, y'all, getting ready for that Sunday edition, but we can really give straight P no mix on this Thursday edition. Shout out to the underground faithful who will fill our broadcast waves and help us be the number one social media broadcast in the nation. We appreciate you. Come on, get those headphones plugged up, your Bluetooth, your JBLs, and your AirPods so you can feel it. Well, y'all know how we do it. Y'all know how we do it. Come on, y'all. This is Dr. Tony Whitley Jr. Moving Underground 9.0 Thursday edition. Thank y'all for tuning in. Thank y'all for being with us. Thank y'all for hanging out with us and helping us be the number one social media broadcast in the nation. Shout out to Team Underground, Lady TJD. He is in the back studio doing what he does and um, being a blessing to this ministry. And shout out to you, you and you. And thank y'all for helping us get these numbers up. Come on, begin to tag people in the comments. Um, um, I got the privilege to teach again. I, I guess I, I did teach a Bible study um, last week and um, they let me go again this week. And so this is good. So I can kind of tie this series together, then tag off to the next um, staggering in the stable and they can continue this series on for the rest of the Bible studies. But listen, I want to get into the word and, and um, just shout out some of you all. So, J.D., come on, let's get some of them on the screen here. Let's get some shout outs. Hey, Lady T, Lady T, Lady T, Team Underground. What's up, little Ron Ron in the building? What's going on, baby? Hey, Mother Beetle, good to see you on here tonight. Air hugs to you. What's up, preacher? Hey, let, keep him on there, preacher. And this brother is going to be in the battle this week. Brother Mark Underwood is going to be in the underground battle this week. So we sending out prayers and comfort and healing all to you right now, even before you get your head done, brother. We still love you, but, you know, you got something coming. So give me some more here, preacher. Let's go. Hey, Mother Linda, good to see you this evening as well. God bless you. God bless you. I want to shout out a lot of people. I see y'all coming on in. Hey, that's either mama. Hey, that's Michelle. Hey, what's going on, baby girl? Good to see you. Love you, girl. Thank you for hanging out on Bible study. Minister, you know who you are, the prophetess of the Eastern and now Western Hemisphere. Minister Sheila Walker, God bless you, girl. Good to see you. God bless you. Hey, daughter, how you doing? Sister Angela Wilder. Hey, good to see you. Thank you for continuing to be with us every Thursday. 
hey what's up um jd we see you um on here saying good evening to everybody and we know you have you in the back studio and thank you all continue to share thank y'all for helping us get these numbers up they're going up thank you so much but listen y'all know how it is on thursday and um thank y'all for even allowing us to move to thursdays it's a better lane for us it's so much high traffic um on wednesday night and everybody doing word study on wednesday night so we moved to thursday night um to get ready to get our uh, weekend started and get y'all ready for that sunday broadcast hey what's going on he <laughs> said michelle says sorry to market advance yeah we praying for you brother i don't know why you decided to come against the whitley's but um, you finna find out what we're about um on sunday but listen you know your straight p no mix and what that means you all um all the fluff and all of the the entertainment part and all of the stuff that we do on sundays we have a lot of fun on sundays you all and we real people um serving a real god having real church but on wednesdays it's straight p no mix and that simply means um, we really like to teach the word and get it right into the word of god and so you know what you need when you come to be with the reviving faith movement and the underground 9.0 you need the ability to be able to take notes now um, some of you all are watching this on your laptop some of you all are on your tablets um we've been getting pictures inbox to us of people casting it on a big um flash screen so shout out to the underground faithful who watches on the big screen but listen on, on android and on apple you have this thing called a voice recorder go ahead and get it out so you can record this and meditate on this you also can pick us back up on spotify you can pick this up on spotify and all of the um podcast venues we're everywhere now we on spotify we on apple it's some it's some um, podcast pl platforms i don't even know the names of them but we own quite a few of them and so and you can come back to the dr tony whitley jr page tony whitley and you can go to the reviving faith movement and come on on youtube you can go there and watch this again but we want you to be able to take notes be able to study this be able to open this up and study the show yourself approve unto god so thank y'all for sharing these numbers and thank y'all for helping us get everything that y'all need to get up we good lady t all right let's get ready to go into the word let's go to our foundational text we are in the series who shot jr and the only people that understand old school dallas will know what i'm talking about the j stands for jesus and the r stands for relationships so who is watch this trying to eliminate your relationships who is trying to murder your relationships who is trying to take you out of the box by way of unhealthy relationships this is getting good already so this is the relationship chronicles we're going to preach from the thought position people and purpose what is your position for the people and the real purpose you all is people i'm, I'm teaching in the introductions and in the title but i'm feeling myself tonight so y'all pray for me let's go to our foundational text first corinthians chapter one we're going to pick up our reading at verse number 10. thank you super producer jd for flowing with me so good we're going to pick up our reading at verse number 10 and then we're going to go all the way to verse 13. i'm gonna give you like five seconds to get your bible open because why is it important that you flow with us and then you see it yourself and we always um share these good um teaching techniques and these good revelational techniques to help you really grow in the word so let's let's go ahead and, and set us up for first corinthians and let me teach a little bit you have this thing called gates now um god is triune father son holy spirit and man is tripart come on you are you are a spirit being first you have a soul encased in the body so let me teach her real good so now with this tripart man you have these gates you have your eye gate you have your ear gate and you have your mouth gate now words the first two that we mentioned the eye gate and the ear gate are very important because they have mad influence on the mouth gate now why is that important because the bible says you will have what you say and i love to use in this illustration that your words are literally leased to your body wherever your words go your body is going to follow you're going to have what you say so we want to make sure that you see it in your eye gate because watch this a image has a voice and watch this a voice will speak to you so when you see an image that image is going to speak to you so we need you to see the scriptures while we're reading the scripture because faith coming by hearing and hearing by the word of god now that's a twofold scripture and we don't want to jack that up so let's really really um teach her real good so now one thing that we have been doing from an unhealthy religious standpoint is that we've been slicing scriptures and watch this separating the natural side of the scripture from the spiritual side of the scripture even though all of the scripture is spiritual there's some net watch this there's some natural connotation in the scripture and there's some spiritual and we have to keep it balanced so i'm gonna go there before we go to first corinthians and i want to teach this principle real quick and it's gonna help you understand first corinthians a little bit better so here we go faith commit by hearing now we've been teaching 
that long as you hear the word and that word cometh in the Greek means to grow. So it says your faith grows by hearing, but hearing by the word of God. Now that word by in that scripture is very important. And if um, you went to elementary school like I did and you studied math, by is a product of multiplication and keep that in your spirit because this is going to help you understand. So by is a product of multiplication. Multiplication is just a figure, uh, a faster way to uh, add. Watch this. Division is a quicker way to subtract. Multiplication is a quicker way to add. So here it is. Faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Now, that's that's the spiritual side. The spiritual side is the imagery. The spiritual side is the word. The spiritual side is watch this. The Bible says in Hebrews that he is the expressed image of God. So you have to see the word and the word became flesh and it dwelt among us. I'm being real deep tonight on purpose. So that's the spiritual side. And the natural side is faith coming by hearing. Now let's bring this together and make it make sense. Now, what we've been doing, we've been teaching the word of God backwards. We've been expecting you to hear something and then see it when we have to show it to you first, then explain by hearing what you're looking at. Come on, let's, the Bible says that the children of disobedience are sometimes wiser than the children of God. And let me um, tell you what that means. That Now, even the world says that, watch this, a picture is worth a thousand words. A picture is worth a thousand words. A image has a voice and that voice is going to speak to you. So now when you see the word, let me, I, I love using this illustration. Let me, let me pick my little Gatorade up here. Let me slow down because I'm, I'm feeling it tonight. So now, how do you know? Can y'all see that in the camera? There you go. How do you know that this is a, a container of Gatorade? Now, I just told you what it was, but you know it based on sight. You know this is Gatorade because somebody showed it to you. They put a big G on here and then they told you it was Gatorade. Come on. The image, the word of God, faith coming by explaining to you what's in this container. And it's this yellow um, Gatorade, and then it has these electrolytes and all that kind of stuff in it. But what we've been doing, you all, we've been expecting you to hear something without seeing it. So now we have to get back to healthy teaching and watch this show you, then tell you what you're looking at. Let me give you one more scripture, and I promise I'm going to go to 1 Corinthians 1. So watch this. You are a living epistle read by all men. Now watch this. People are drawn to the gospel by way of loving kindness. The Bible said it is loving kindness that draws these. So watch this. Your action as a Christian is the most powerful witness you didn't have versus you talking about Jesus and looked in real churchy and acting real churchy and having all the church lingo. Come on, y'all put it in the, in the comments. You are blessed and highly favored. You're going to, well, I didn't give you time to put it in the comments, but you know what I'm trying to say. We have the lingo. We have the talk. And we watch this. We real judgmental. We can tell everybody how to live. But can you show people how to live now as we bridge into first Corinthians one here? The thing that we really, really, really want to impart in your spirit on tonight. And we've been doing this quite a quite a while at the Reviving Faith Movement. We want to help you understand that the platform for the kingdom of God is winning relationships. I know we used to the term of winning souls. And that's really what it is, because when you win the relationship, watch this, you influence the mind, will and emotions. That's what's in your soul, your mind, your will and emotions. And watch this. It's easier to show someone than to tell someone. I, 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 when we was in the street, we would tell people that, that all the time. I can show you better than I can tell you. And that's how we have to do with our relationships with drawing people. Watch this into the kingdom. And when I say kingdom and we're going to highlight this tonight in our teaching, we're trying to win relationships into the family. We are the family of God. We are the kingdom of God. We are the children of God. I'm going to get real deep here on, on, for one minute. So you have these Greek words um, for the word love. And I know y'all saying in your mind, dang, Tony, get the first Corinthians. I'm already there, but I'm just getting you set up. Come on, this straight Pinot mix. So here it is. And y'all y'all pray for me. So here it is. As we go into these teachings and we're dealing with the scriptures, I want you to understand how to frame up and shape it and understand the importance of family, the understand the importance of unity, the understand the importance of watch this. The way people I, I want to say this and I want to use this in my personal testimony. and You'll be able to use this as yours as well. 
you were drawn into the body of Christ by way of human influence. Somebody pray. I'm sitting in this chair right now tonight and I'm preaching the gospel for one very important reason. My mama prayed for me. Her influence over my life of prayer, her influence over my life, watch this, of raising me up to see what it is to have loving kindness. Watch this. The Bible says charity starts at home. And I find it very interesting that in that scripture, they, they replace the word love with charity because it's about benevolence. My mama taught me how to give. She taught me and shaped and mold my heart to be a giver. I was shown how to be a giver. Watch this because I watched how she handled relationships. One of my, one of my pet peeves, and, and, I, and I believe I got this from my mama with her, without her ever saying it. Um, I've never seen my mama fall out with anybody. So one of my pet peeves is I don't fall out with people. And so here it is, y'all. I can't fall out with people. Watch this when I'm always moving forward. And whoever don't want to go forward with me, that's not that's okay. But watch this. I always got an arm extending back from whenever you're ready. And we've been teaching on these three lanes of good, bad, and indifferent relationships. So watch this with those good, bad, and indifferent relationships. You got to know when to reach your hand back and then you got to know when not to make it available so you don't get pulled back. I'm preaching already. So now I can, all after all that, after all that, after all that, let's go to 1 Corinthians um, chapter 1, verse 10. And here we go here. We're going to pick up at verse 10 and you'll find these words. Now, I plead with you, brethren, by the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, that you all speak the same thing and there be no divisions among you, but that you be perfectly joined together in the same mind and in the same judgment. For has been declared to me concerning you, my brother, and of those by Chloe's household, that there are contentions among you. Now I say this, that each of you say, I am of Paul, or I am of Apollos, or I am of Cephas, or I am of Christ. Is Christ divided? Was Paul crucified for you or were you baptized in the name of Paul? And that and I left it there and, and with those scriptures with questions, because that's what we have to challenge ourselves with at the body of Christ. Watch this. I, I, I really want to put this out there and I hope I want you to put it in the comments. What is the motive of your ministry? Why are you doing what you're doing? And it's the focus of what you're doing. Watch this. And I don't want to be churchy. I'm really not trying to be churchy. I'm really trying to be real. But is the motive of your ministry really pointing to the care and concern and the love of Jesus Christ that can only be displayed by your obedient conduct? Is that your motive or is the motive that you're trying to be seen or is the motive that you're trying to get paid? And ain't nothing wrong with getting paid. Y'all that that comes with the territory. And it's a part of the prosperity plan of God. I get that. But watch this. Are you putting first things first? Is Jesus really first? And I'm not not churchy first where, you know, yep, I get up and pray every morning and I go to church every time the church doors open. I can quote about 340 scriptures uh, verbatim. I ain't talking about that kind of first. I'm saying that. Watch this. Do you make the choice to do the will of God first in every area of your life as it pertains to other people? You are known to be my disciples based on how you Love one another. Watch this. One of the Greek arms for that word love is the decent treatment of one another. I want to break this down to just like the, the, the more fundamental of watch this. You all the kingdom of God. You all is about being morally decent. Can you just treat people right? Even when they don't deserve it. I'm going to give you Bible. Love them that hate you and pray for them that despitefully use you. That word despitefully in the Greek means it was intentional. So now when people intentionally lie on you, when people intentionally mistreat you, the word of God and the love of God gives you the vehicle on how to manage, watch this, those indifferent relationships. Um, um, and, and watch this, this is real maturity and I'm going I'm to I'm give some information and we're going to really, really, because I want to get um, in Genesis 12, but I really want to bridge into Galatians, um, Galatians three today. I really want to get there and then really bring it home some more. Um, when we pick it back up on Sunday, coming up on the underground on the Sunday edition. So watch this. I, I really want to bridge this here and I want to give you some information. So as we go into this teaching and we deal with moral reality or moral fiber, I'm trying to help us understand that just being decent to one another is the key to the kingdom. 
loving kindness have I drawn thee. I know I said that before, but I want to really hammer that because again, you all, we're getting, watch this, we're getting distracted by unhealthy relationships or indifferent relationships. And those indifferent relationships are, watch this, making us lose our kingdom identity. The stuff that we're supposed to be focusing on, watch this, Jesus and people, and watch this, the purpose. And I, and I said this months ago, and I really want to highlight it tonight. I don't care what your occupation is. Your purpose will always be people. Put it in the comments. I don't care if you're a doctor. I don't care if you're a lawyer. I don't care if you're a preacher. I don't care if you're a teacher. Come on. I don't care. Come on. Next generation. Shout out to next generation. I don't care if you're a daycare provider. When it's all said and done, your occupation and your gifts were given to you by God for the purpose to help people. Real ministry is about helping people. And the only way that you can help people, come on, I'm getting all in the Bible because he said greater works you're going to do. The miracle is not greater. The impact of how many miracles we can do is greater because we got more people to do it. When Jesus said that statement, y'all, in the Gospels, he, he wasn't saying the miracle that he was doing, we was going to do better miracles. No, the mir a miracle is a miracle. A miracle is just getting stuff back in its original state to function like God ordained it to function. So the miracle is not greater. No, we should have more hands on the plow to impact, infect and affect more people. I'm going to be deep just for about two minutes. So when you really study the Bible and you get back into Genesis and you look at the at the Garden of Eden, the original plan of God with the Garden of Eden, you all, was that Adam and Eve was supposed to garden and tend it and grow it. And as they grew from a family standpoint, it was supposed to expand around the earth. What happened? Indifferent, indifferent. I'm saying it three times on purpose. So I got to say it one more time. An indifferent relationship stopped the growth of the Garden of Eden. Disobedience stopped the growth of the Garden of Eden. I'm going to be real deep. Why did Adam and the New Testament is real clear that the New Testament says that the transgression when man fell wasn't so much on watch this. It only took place because Adam ate the fruit. As Eve took it and had in her possession, we still would have been OK if Adam wouldn't have took it from her and he ate it because the first commandment about not eating it went directly from God to Adam. He wasn't even on the scene when that command first came out. Now, watch what happens here. And why did Adam standing there the whole time while Satan was going back and forth dialoguing with his wife? Why did he take the fruit? Because he didn't know how to manage his emotions with his wife and not cover his wife versus doing some affection. Watch this to eat something that wasn't supposed he wasn't supposed to eat. Let me say this to some of the husbands real quick. And ladies, y'all better not get mad at me. You can't eat all the fruit that your woman possesses if it's not taking y'all in the will of God. Let me give you more Bible. She's not a help mate. She is a help meet. I'm being I said I was going to be deep for two minutes, so I got about 30 seconds. So here it is. Biblically and spiritually, God looks at man as a type of Christ and he look at woman as a type of Holy Spirit. Now, watch this. The Hebrew and the deep Greek definition for Holy Spirit is one call alongside to aid, to guide and to give counsel. So watch this. It's a twofold revelation that's helping that's going on with the wife. It appears that man or bad religion has tried to put the wife behind the man and the wife is not behind the man. The wife is engulfed in the man. I'm teaching real deep on purpose because he's your covering. So it's given a metaphor is that while you're standing alongside him, giving him good counsel, godly counsel, come on, somebody, as you're standing alongside him, aiding him, you also have your hand on his back and you're helping him meet his destiny, because watch this. When that man meets his destiny, we meet our destiny. I, I should begin. I ain't never looked. I ain't even looked down at the comments. That's good. Hey, baby girl, I see you in there. So now, hey, hey, I see you, <laughs> Lady T, waving at me. So what I'm trying to say, you all, is that we gotta work together. And 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 watch this. Don't get deep on me. Well, I ain't got no. I ain't got no husband. And I ain't gonna be religious to you. You could be married to Jesus. No, I'm saying. Whether you married to Jesus or to a man, the formula of God and the order of God works by way of relationships. We got to stick together. One of the one of the most powerful things, and I'm going to take a break here in about two minutes. One of the most powerful things that have happened to me in the last, I want to say, about 
five to six months is the growth of my immediate family. Shout out to my baby sister, Michelle. Shout out to um, Greg, a.k.a. G-Nut, my mom and everybody that's connected with the Whitleys. Y'all know who you are. I can't name all of y'all because it's a gang of y'all. I'm talking to the Wilsons, Whitley, everybody from a, a family standpoint, the Dismukes, all of y'all that's been really supporting the show from a watch this, a blood family position. The rest of us, yeah, we're we're related by the blood of Christ. But my family has really come together because watch this. All of us have the same heart. And you know what that heart is? How can we help somebody? And we believe in Jesus and we believe in this broadcast. That's why we're doing it the way we're doing it. We're not trying to watch this, y'all. We're not trying to throw off on nobody. We're not trying to step on nobody. Yeah, this is straight P, no mix. So I got time to kind of explain about what we do because uh, we've been getting a little, some funny emails and it's okay um, because um, you got to have haters in your life. Haters, watch this. I'm going to say this. Y'all put it in the comments. Haters help you get to heavenly things quicker. Haters help you get the possession quicker because here, here, here is here is science. Some of y'all should have um, um, studied forensics and y'all should have um, studied physics when you was in high school. You should have stayed awake in physics and chemistry class. Now, let me give you some physics real quick and then we're going to take a break. So watch this. They call them backstabbers. They smile in your face all the time. They trying to um, take your place. Um, the backstabbers. Now, watch this. If you get stabbed in the back. Which direction are you going to move? Are you going to fall backwards on that knife? No, that knife is going to push you forward. So every time you get stabbed in the back, it's going to push your destiny. What you can't get distracted with is the stabber. You got to watch this. You got to get focused on how to get away from the stabber and then turn around and pray for that stabber because he just helped my purpose go forward. You need haters. It's okay to have a few haters and they popping up now since we've been doing this broadcast. And with that being said, what we have done, and I'm going to use a negative word, but it's going to come out to a positive connotation. We have been manipulating you to catch the spirit through, watch this, natural markers. Dang, Pastor, you being deep on the night. Yes, I am. Through natural means that God set up for you to be drawn to him by way of your mind, your will and your emotion. We are using things to open up your soul, to take you back to your childhood, to connect you to yourself, to connect you to your innocence and connect you to people that we can have fellowship on Sunday morning and have fun. And then when you wide open with us having all that fun, we give you a big old booster shop of the straight P no mix word of God. Yeah, I said all of that in one line. 16 ain't enough. Come on, lady, to help me when 16 ain't enough. I could have kept going, y'all. But what I'm trying to say, you all, quit judging something until you join it. And if you can't beat them, join them. Listen, y'all, we stand in the lane that God have us in and we promote and push and encourage everybody who in a lane. We all got to do this together. Come on, y'all. I'm not tripping off of denominations. I'm not tripping off of the um, traditional church. I'm coming against bad religion so we all can come together and really be the kingdom. So the underground, this is our lane. Shout out to all the other churches doing what they do. Shout out to Canaan and shout out to all these um, churches and um, Christian faith and Holy Redeemer. And y'all know y'all church name. Shout out to all these churches. But we got to win these relationships together. With that being said, y'all, I got to get ready to take a break. Y'all know how we do. My man, um, JD, um, Table Talk live streaming um, is in the background and he's going to show one of his promos. Listen, we're going to get out of here. But y'all know we love doing our music. So let me hit it real quick. Yes, sir. This is the Movement Underground 9.0 Thursday edition. Live on Facebook, on YouTube. You can read broadcasts on Spotify and Apple and all those podcast platforms. We got straight P no mix tonight. Y'all hanging out with us. Take y'all for the numbers going up. And y'all know we love bumping in a little bit. So listen, we'll be right back with a word from Table Talk live streaming right here on the Underground 9.0.
I'll start singing it when we come out. Y'all didn't know Fassi could sing a little bit, did you? Sound good to Jesus, might not sound good to y'all. Hey, y'all, this is the Underground 9.0 Thursday edition. We live on Facebook and on YouTube, y'all. Replay on Spotify and Apple Podcast platforms. That's a nice little girl. What's up, little Ron Ron Russell? Ron, thank you for that, man. Listen, this is the Underground 9.0 Thursday edition. Dr. Tony Whitley Jr., team Underground Lady TJD and Underground Faithful. Little Ron Ron is one of them. Thank y'all. Listen, thank y'all for my team. I know I begin into my teaching, and, and it was a, a very profound um question that was put up by my sister. So I want to I want to lead into that and answer that question about the Garden of Eden and the indifferent relationships. So let's go backwards, then forwards. And then we'll give some information. And then before we close out today, we'll go right into, hey, that's good. Thank you, preacher, for putting that up there. And then we'll go and we'll lead into Galatians 3 to really help you understand how this worked with all the families of the earth being blessed through Abram. And it's the same model that we should follow. So let's talk about these three um, relationships. Of course, the good relationships, they explain themselves. They watch this. They are mutually supportive. And let me change my camera so I can be a little bit more intimate with you. So good relationships are mutually supported. We, we reflect it. There are no strings attached. We do it. Watch this. Not only do we want to do it, have a desire to do it. We know it's right to do, but we also have a desire to do it. We just have a desire to love each other and support each other. Watch this. Through the thick and the thing, you all. Um, talk to my brother and my sister. They've been there for me through through everything. And even when I didn't have myself together and I was running the streets and doing all the crazy stuff that I did, they never stopped being my brother and my sister. Come on. That's a good relationship. Then you have bad relationships and bad relationships are self-explanatory. You all people that are constantly trying to take advantage of you, hurt you, traumatize you. Come on, somebody manipulate you. Take, 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 take. They never give. It's always take. It's always they got their hand out. And if you don't put some in their hand real, real quick, they grab you and shake you and say, when are you going to give it up? Those are bad relationships. We're giving you the teaching on watch this, how to manage and how to watch this, defend yourself against that. Now, let's really deal with this in different um, relationship lane. Now, And this is this is real good. And um, thank you, baby girl, for the comment and the question. And thank you for keeping it up there, preacher. So now in different relationships are these people that have come in contact with what's right and understand what's right have verbally placed out their mouth that they know what's right and want to do what's right but when it's time to do it in action they wishy-washy and watch this they wishy-washy because the motive of their action is always influenced on what what they can get they're very selfish people they're indifferent they go to church the same church you go to they read the same bible you read they work at the same job you work at they're your cousins they're your uncles we've been raised by the same people the same family but the morals are different because of selfishness and i'm gonna i'm gonna bridge it with this and watch this the heart of all sin is selfishness when you examine any sin, I'm getting deep, Michelle, and I'm going to get, get to your answer to get to this whole Adam and Eve thing. So when you examine all sin, all sin, the action of all sin comes from the root of somebody being selfish, that individual being about themselves to satisfy themselves. Now, we know in the Greek that the word sin means to miss the mark. What we've been religiously teaching is that we're missing the mark on obeying God. But what we missed and what we needed to add to it is that when we miss the mark and disobey God, we mark and damage people. We miss the mark on relationships. When we miss the mark, that means we don't hit the will of God, but means simultaneously we damage somebody with our conduct and with our actions. So now let's get into this Adam and Eve thing. So now, Remember that I said that when God gave the command 
about watch this there i want to give you a word picture there's a forest the the garden of eden was literally a forest a forest of trees and he said to adam out of all of the trees in this forest the one in the midst of it, and I'm being deep because I'm going to give you the whole Bible, the one in the midst of it that's planted by the river. And we we in Psalms now because the trees planted by the river that flow in the midst of this garden is a tree that belongs to me. Now, spiritually, that tree was the tide. The tide belongs to God. Michelle, I'm being real deep. So he gives that command to Adam and he tells Adam, you can eat from any tree, but this tree right here, the tree of knowledge of good and evil. And, this, and it's real important to note why they called it that name, the tree of knowledge. I'm being deep. I got to break this all the way down. This is good, Michelle. You got me geek. So now the word knowledge, whenever you see the word no in, I mean, sorry, K-N-O-W in scripture, 80% of the time it's a Greek disposition of relationship. Adam knew Eve. What happened after that? Here come Cain and Abel. My people are destroyed for a lack of knowledge because they reject the knowledge. Now, let's give you the Greek in that. My people are just destroyed for a lack of relationship because they reject the relationship with Jesus Christ. People are being destroyed, you all, because they won't watch this. They won't accept Jesus and they won't reflect Jesus. I just I just said something right there. They won't accept Jesus and they won't reflect Jesus. So now let's keep this on Adam and Eve. So now God gives that command to Adam, but Eve is not on the scene yet. So the Bible is real clear on the structure of the episode. So the ministry or the command or the ministry of obedience didn't come directly from God to Eve. That came from Adam to Eve. So watch this. Eve knows better because we can confirm it in Genesis three when she starts dialoguing with the serpent. And when the serpent starts questioning her, she answers what God told to Adam. She knew better. And watch this. She knew better. And God has set up an established protocol and an established order of Adam covering her and leading her. So, Michelle, the relationship becomes indifferent because Eve knew better and it becomes double indifferent because Adam accepted something that they both knew they shouldn't have done that got them to miss the mark and sin and damage the relationships for all human beings that would come after that indifferent relationship. Please, please put, I want to see if I answer my sister's question. I just want to know um, if, if I, oh, I did. I answered her question. That's the indifferent relationship. They both knew the will of God and watch this. Now here's where it's going to get real deep. And this is where it's going to help you manage relationships with people. They both made a decision based on, watch this, not being emotionally and mentally stable. Adam took that fruit because watch this. He didn't want to disappoint and hurt Eve's feelings. That's my wife. And a lot of times it's up y'all don't like me. You will say, go ahead, babe, shop till you drop. Cause they ask us and we don't want to hurt their feelings. You can't take that fruit brothers. You're going to be bankrupt. <laughs> you got to lead them. Uh, yeah. Okay. I can't preach that. Don't preach against shopping. Okay. My bad ladies, my bad. Let me take it to something else. No, Adam, the Bible says in the New Testament, if he hadn't ate the fruit, there would have not been no transgression because the responsibility of him ministering to Eve was on him. All he had to do was say, watch this, baby, put that fruit back where it belonged. Because that belonged to God. Can I teach real deep for a minute? I'm going to I'm going to go off a tangent in, in this straight Pinot mix. Everybody real quick, everybody real quick. Go to Genesis three. Let me teach you something here. And I'm going to really ride this thing that Michelle is teaching about this indifferent relationship. Let me get my Bible out. Let me see if I can get my Bible out here. I'm pulling my notes up. Genesis three. I had a script here. I had my whole little thing all scripted out. But let me go to Genesis three. I want to prove the disposition of the emotional and mental instability. And I want to show you how Satan uses emotions as that's the first thing that he checks and he know the way that to check from an emotional standpoint is come on attack you in every area of your flesh by way of your five senses i'm going to teach this biblically don't y'all leave off the broadcast thank y'all for staying on with me don't y'all run i'm going to show you 
that if you don't manage your flesh and watch this, you don't guard your senses, Satan will check that door. And if he can influence your emotions, he will influence your mind. And if he can influence your mind, he's going to influence your decisions. And if he can influence your decisions, he's going to influence your conduct. That's your will, mind, will, and emotions. He's always coming, watch this, through the door of emotions because he know based on how a man feels, Come on, I'm getting deep on purpose. Your feelings will massage how you think and what you decide. All sin comes from selfish emotions. All sin come from selfish emotions. What did the Bible say? Get your affections on things that are high, not your flesh. So let me teach this here. Let me get to Genesis 3. Y'all got me caught up here. Now, I'm going to prove here. And thank y'all for helping me get these numbers up. Continue to share. I think somebody need to hear this tonight. I'm gonna I'm gonna show you in Genesis three, and we're gonna read down the conversation and the dialogue between um, 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 Eve and Satan, how he attacked her in her flesh, and that's how he was able to persuade her to be indifferent to come against some that she knew was right, even though she had all these possessions around her. She got caught up in her flesh, not getting the thing that she couldn't she couldn't have, which belonged to God. And this is the crazy thing. And I'm going to say something to y'all. Don't y'all get mad at me. And the thing that belongs to God, if you just ask him for it, he'll still make it provide and give it to you anyway. Just don't touch it. Taste not, touch not, handle not. I'm preaching Bible. All right, here we go. Y'all in Genesis, Genesis three, we're going to go right to verse number one and watch this. Now the serpent was more cunning than any beast of the field, which the Lord God had made. So now here's, here's your first lesson, students. The Bible has declared that of all the things that have ever been created in all creation, Satan is the most cunning thing that has ever been created. So watch this. Don't be ignorant to his devices. Don't fall to the wiles of Satan. We already know he's slick as a joker. He, he ain't no joke. Satan can present some. The Bible says he can appear as an angel of light. He can watch this. I'm going to get real deep here for a second. He can appear to put something in front of you that feels so right, but is wrong. He can appear that. But, you know, in here and, you know, based on what you've read, no, nah, that ain't the way to go. Jesus is the way, the truth and the life. So watch this. Now, the serpent was more cunning than any beast of the field, which the Lord God had made. And he said to the woman. So y'all flow with me. This we don't have a real good Bible class here. I got I got good time before the next break. So number one, he said, put in the comments. Number one is hearing. We talking about the five senses and how he attacked her in her flesh to get her in her flesh emotionally. Watch this to miss the mark and damage her husband and her husband missed the mark by not covering his wife. And now we all paying the penalty for it now. Now that's why the Bible says we're born in sin and shaping into the iniquity because watch this. Our first parents was these two right here that didn't know how to manage an indifferent relationship. Verse number two. Here we go. And, and watch this. I'm sorry. Verse number one. Now, the serpent was more cunning than any beast of the field, which the Lord God had made. And he said to the woman, has God indeed said you shall not eat of every tree of the garden? And the woman said to the certain, we may eat of the fruit of the trees of the garden, but of the fruit of the tree, which is in the midst of the garden. God has said you shall not eat of it, nor such you touch it, lest you die. Now, check this out. I want you all to see this. God have already given them a word to manage their senses or manage their flesh. He already gave them a word. He know that if you get to the place that you touch something, it's just a matter of time before you taste it and consume it. So he already telling y'all, even if you get to the point that you desire something, don't put your hands on it. Keep your hands off. You got to keep your hands off. He's giving you some buffers. Watch this to maintain your flesh. I got to go here. Verse number two. And the woman said to the serpent, we may eat of the fruit of the trees of the garden, but the fruit of the tree, which is in the midst of the garden, God has said, you shall not eat, nor you should die, or at least you die. Verse number four. Then the serpent said to the woman, you shall not surely die. For God knows that in the day that you eat, your eyes will be open and you will be like God knowing good and evil. So we've already established hearing. Now we just established seeing. Put number two, 
seeing. We're talking about your five senses and how Satan attacks your five senses to get you in your flesh. Here we go. Verse number six. So when the woman saw that the tree was good for food. So I know some of y'all said, no, I said right there, pastor, that he saw. No. If you read this in the original Hebrew, when she saw that it was good for food, let's let's bring it into our time and let's take it to their time. How do you know food is good before you taste it? You smell it. When um, my wife, um, um, shout out to Uncle Norman, we, he just blessed us uh, with an air fryer. So my wife, man, she been she been cooking us up some of these wings, y'all. She cooked me some wings today. But watch this. When I was downstairs in the daycare working and she was cooking wings, I knew that something good was going on because I could smell that chicken. I knew that that chicken was going to be good based on me smelling it. So watch this. He didn't talk to her, number one, put hearing. Number two, he went with her vision, sight. And number three, now she all up on this tree smelling it because she saw she consuming. And watch this. I'm going to get deep for another second. And watch this. Spiritually, smelling is synonymous with discernment. Your discernment gives you the sense of watch this, what the touch and then taste. That's why you have to be able to Bible says one of the gifts of the spirit is uh, one of the gifts of the Holy Spirit is the discerning of not spirit of discernment. You all the discerning of spirits, because watch this. When you can discern the spirit on the person, you can know what motive they're operating in. So smelling is synonymous with discernment. So now she owned that tree and she's smelling it. So that was number three. Y'all looking at me funny. I could tell y'all looking at me funny. So watch this. So now we're going to go back to verse six. So when the woman saw that the tree was good for food and then it was pleasant to the eyes, there goes sight again, pleasant to the eyes and a tree desirable to wake one wise, she took of the fruit. So what does that mean now? She touched it. She got it in her hand now and watch this. Soon as you smell it and discern it, and once you touch it, it's just a matter of time. I want to get real deep. Sin, once you touch sin, it's the same motion you are touching and putting in your mouth at the same time. You don't know nobody that watched this, touch, touch some food, and then don't put it right to their mouth. You don't grab something and say, I'm just going to hold this burger for five seconds, and I'm just going to look at it, and I'm going I'm to I'm 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 make love. No, no, you ain't going to do that. You picking the burger up with the purpose to put it in your mouth. That's what's happening with sin, and that's what's happening here. Once she touched it, watch this. It's only a few words between that. Watch what it says. Watch this. She saw what's she, she, she watched this. She touched it, and then immediately she took the fruit and she ate it. Now, that's taste. So number one is hearing. Number two is seeing. Number three was smelling. Number four, she touched it. And number five, she tasted it. Once he got her in that realm, now watch this. Satan didn't even have to do a lot of work because watch this. We do all the work for him. We we use this term in the church and and and, and y'all pray for me and y'all I see y'all still flowing me God bless y'all we use this term this term in the church that we use it very loosely Satan is busy Satan's busyness is determined on watch this it's determined of our lack of obedience he can only be busy if we allow him because he needs us okay I'm gonna give you Bible there's really not another gospel it's just been perverted. Satan tries to mirror image and mimic everything God says, but his position on it is dark and demonic. So with that being said, just like he, he God need us for the will of God to be in the earth. And, and I, I'm being deep on purpose because y'all think God is up in heaven, just blinking stuff change. No, he need his children to be a conduit for the power, love and the blood to flow in the earth. We are the conduit. Know ye not that your body is a temple of the Holy Spirit. That word temple with the Greek arm means vehicle. We carry God around the earth. That's why the Bible refers to us as ambassadors. We are in a foreign country representing the kingdom. I'm teaching real good on tonight. So with that being said, that everything flows through his children. If we don't obey, his will will not win in the earth. It comes through our obedience. And I'm not trying to be religious, you know, about obedience. I'm saying the obedience is only needed to watch this, observe and manage 
and direct and influence how we love and treat one another. I got to see if I can get back to my message now. My iPad is tripping, but I'm going to get back to it. Let me get back to my message. I noticed if I double click this, it'll get me back to my message. Whoop, there it is. I got it. I got it. I got it. I got it. I, I got it. You know what? That's good. I'm looking at my time. It's time for me to take a break. So what we're going to do, you all, we're going to get ready to take a break. And when we come back, we're going to jump right into Galatians 3 and kind of close it out there and um, give you some meat and get you ready for Sunday and make a few more announcements. So let me get my music. Y'all know how we do it. Let me get y'all set up and let's go here. Yes, sir. This is the Movement Underground Thursday edition. Straight P No Mix. I hope that you are enjoying the teaching. Shout out to JD, Lady T, Team Underground, and the Underground Faithful. We'll be right back with a word from, I believe, this week on the Underground, right here on the Underground 9.0. In truth, I give my worship. Behold the King of glory strong in my Thank you, thank you, thank you, good people. Underground faithful, good looking. Movement Underground Thursday edition, straight P, no mix. Dr. Tony Whitley Jr., y'all know how we do it. We live on Facebook and on YouTube, the replay on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and all them other different platforms. We really want to appreciate y'all a little bit tonight. Thank y'all for helping us keep these numbers up. Shout out, shout out to JD and Lady T. I'm just riding this out and talking over because I want to hear this bump a little bit. Let's go. That's a little Tupac right there. Some of y'all don't know nothing about that. This is the Movement Underground Thursday edition. So glad to be on the airwaves with you. We got about nine minutes. We're going to close it out with some straight teaching. Shout out to my sister, baby girl. I love that question. We got to do that more. I think we got to bring... Um, Ask the pastor back and just do that. We just take some Thursdays and just say, ask the pastor, let him throw some Bible questions at us. And we just go at it like we did on tonight. But let's get ready to close this out. We are still in the series. Who shot J.R. The Relationship Chronicles? This is Dr. Tony Willie Jr. I am privileged, privileged, privileged to be with you on um, this Thursday evening. You could have been anywhere else, but you decided to hang out with me and the Underground 9.0. So, again, um, we just want to show our appreciation and say thank you and that we love you. But listen here, let's 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 can we can. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to bridge everything together on Sunday between Genesis 12 um, and, and Galatians 3. But I want to kind of jump into Galatians 3 real quickly here. Um, hey, hey, baby girl. Hey, shout out to Lady to Thank y'all. Hey, hey, um, daughter. I so much appreciate you being on here, Sister Angela. God bless you. So let's go to Galatians 3. Now, let's do a quick review so we don't have to go um, all the way into the reading of Genesis 12. But we know that um, that's the place when God first spoke to Abram in Genesis 12. This is the time that God first approached Abram. 
please remember that his name is Abram. He hasn't been um, converted to Abraham just yet. And he's a pagan worshiper, meaning he does not have a relationship with the Lord, um, with the Lord. I said the Lord. I was about to say the Lord Jesus Christ is one and the same Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Y'all know what I'm trying to say. But he doesn't have a relationship with God. Now, with that being said, um, we, we already tore down the erroneous teaching of this perception called blind faith. Please, you all never put yourself in a position where you say I'm walking in blind faith. No, no, no. Faith is visible. Faith is visible. That's why I say it's the evidence. It, it, watch this. Evidence is something that you can see. That takes us all the way back to the beginning of this teaching about faith coming by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Faith is evidence. Watch this. And it only becomes tangible when you go through the process. You can see something. I want to I want to be deep. So now faith gives you the ability to see what you need, but you need process to reach and grab it. You got to go through the faith process. Now watch this. And I'm going to get, I'm going to really bring this together. And your faith is motivated or your faith works according to Paul by love. If you go, if you go up a couple of chapters in um, chapter five, you will see that, that nothing avails, but faith working by love. And so your treatment of people is the gas and the motivation of your faith becoming tangible. Yes, it is the evidence of what you don't have tangible yet, but you see what you need. Here comes the Bible. I have sickness attached to my body. I don't have sickness attached to my body. I'm just using it as an illustration and I, I pray healing over myself every day. But watch this. When sickness tries to attach itself to your body, faith says and the evidence says by his stripes, we are already healed now i gotta go through the process and find out what lane i'm gonna be in when it says some get healed immediately some in the self-same hour and some as they walk i'm gonna be healed it's a matter of what lane or what process that i'm gonna go to to get the healing and faith gets me that way i wish i had my sister on here because she can really help me testify one of the watch this one of the, the the motivating healing agents when she went through breast cancer was watch this, the family that surrounded her in love because watch this, faith working by healthy relationships, pouring that love into her, knowing that, that that's we there and we was tag teaming. You know, my sister, my sister, she, I always say, I give her the testimony. Why, why the whole broadcast about my sister tonight? That's all right. It's my sister. <laughs> it's my sister. She she always testified. She went out and conquered the world. She left here and went to college. Michelle never came back to Milwaukee, left us here and been gone ever since. And I can't even tell how many years. I know it's over 25 years, at least. And she went out and did those things. So when she went through her breast cancer, um, she was still out of town. And so my mom stayed down there. Me and my brother, we went back and forth. But it was that family love and those family prayers that activated by his stripes. We are already healed. Now, watch this. Michelle didn't get healed immediately. She had to go through a process. And watch this. Quit being so religious to understand that God give these doctors the wisdom to expedite your healing. She was in the lane as as she walked or we can even put her in the lane in the self same hour. It took some time. And now that cancer been gone for years. God is good. Shout out to my baby sister and her healing. So with that being said, you all, we have to understand the bridge of faith and understand faith. And so when we say it's blind faith, we can't say that because watch this. I'm going to be real deep. I'm, I don't know why I keep saying I'm going to be real deep on tonight. I guess it is deep. God had already planted a seed of the promised land in Abram by way of his biological father, who he had a relationship with. That that vision, that spiritual vision of my daddy taking me to this place called Canaan, when God approached him in Genesis 12, some plant, some water. But God gives the increase that was already there planted by his by his daddy, Terah. So when God say, listen, I want you to go. And what he was really talking about when he when he talked about in, in Genesis 12, leave your father's house, your country and, and your kindred. He was really talking about, watch this, your pagan system of relationships, Abram. I want you to leave all of that and watch this move over here. And I'm going to show you how to relate to people now. And that's how Abraham became the father of faith. Now. We're going to Galatians 3 and we're going to close. I got about three minutes here and I got to close. So I'm going to give you like a real booster shot. Then I'm going to get on out of here. Galatians 3 verse 10. This is good. For as many as of all the works of the law are under the curse, for it is written, 
curses everyone who does not continue in all things that are written in the book of the law to do them. So now law is not a bad word you are from an Old Testament standpoint, but the law couldn't free you because watch this on the day of atonement every year they had the day of atonement. The priest would go in and sacrifice on behalf of the people, but it couldn't clear their conscience. Watch this. So the blood had to be shed. And the only thing I'm, I'm man, I've been not saying I'm being deep again. I'm not going to say it, y'all. I'm not going to say it. I'm being deep. The only thing that can clear your conscience, watch this, is the encouragement of another human being to build your soulish man up. Y'all not hearing me on tonight to clear your conscience by way of managing relationships. They would sacrifice on behalf of the people, but they tried to do the law, but the law was so stringent. It was so religious because the Bible just said right here, if you offended in one law, you offended in all. And they couldn't keep up with that. So Jesus had to come with this thing and slice it, watch this, and inject the covenant with a thing called repentance. Meaning that, watch this, even when you wrong, God sees you right because you're his righteousness. Your job is to keep up with how he sees you. And the way he, you keep up with how he sees you is treating people the way he wants you to treat people because that's how he wants you to keep up. I didn't say I was being deep. No, I didn't. So let's go here. Let's read here. Verse 11. But that that no one is justified by the law in the sight of God is evident. Here it is. For the just shall live by faith. Yet the law is not of faith, but the man who does them shall live by them. And here's the key scripture right here. And we're going into the deep and I'm going to get out of here. Verse 14, Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law, having become a curse for us, as it is written, curses everyone who hangs on the tree. So what it's saying in Galatians here, that cross that he hung on, he hung on a tree for us. And the Bible says, and it's, it's an Old Testament custom, that when a person is hung on the tree, the curse is on them. So the wrath and the punishment of God for all sin Jesus took that for us when he hung on that cross. Now, this is important for you to know that. And now I got to really get in verse number 14 here. He hung on the cross and took everything for us. Here it is, that the blessing of Abraham might come upon the Gentiles through Christ Jesus, that we might receive the promise of the spirit through faith. I'm going to close with this. The promise of the spirit is when Jesus said, I must go so the comforter can come. And the reason it's so important for the comforter to come because the comforter does three things for us. And I'm talking about the Holy Spirit. He leads and guides us in all truth. He teaches us all things and he brings all things back to our remembrance. Those all things are the truth. And the Bible says in John 17 and 17, thy truth is the word. And the Bible also says in John 1 and 1 is that, in the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God. So what is it saying here? That when you, the blessing of Abraham is the receiving of the Holy Spirit, which is going to guide you in the manners of Jesus on how to teach people. Who shot J.R.? Ain't nobody shot him on my team because I know how to guard against it. I know how to manage my relationships and how do I manage them? I managed them with the love of God, you all. This has been good. We got to go. We got to go. I hope y'all enjoyed it. I hope y'all um, got a word on tonight. I hope y'all um, just um, continue to be a blessing to one another and treat each other the way we need to treat each other. Listen, I got to do an announcement. I'm going to get out of here. Listen, as soon as we get off this broadcast, come on, y'all. Be a blessing to the ministry. You'll see our giving links. Um, JD already on it. Um, Cash app, dollar sign, reviving faith. Um, the reviving faith movement at gmail.com. You'll find us there on PayPal. Go and sow your seed. If you're not a son, daughter, or partner of this ministry, the meaning that you're, if you're not fully planning in this ministry, listen, your tie belongs in your local house. But listen, bless us with a love offering so we can continue to do the kingdom work that we've been doing. And with the help of you and with the help of God, we've been trying our best to do it very well. Listen, y'all get ready for Sunday. We got a powerful broadcast on Sunday. Shout out to Apostle um, Claude Grant. Um, he's going to be with us this Sunday um, on the broadcast. Shout out to help me. Help me, Lady T. Lean Beats. Lean Beats. This is going to be a very unique interview. This brother um, is a producer and he's a rapper. He's an artist. One of one of his projects um, just went to a mainstream rapper and they just went gold. And so they celebrating him and he's getting all kind of 
um, affiliations and relationship, but we have the privilege to um, interview him on the Underground 9.0. He'll be with us um, also on this Wednesday. And um, community activist Farina Brooks, we, we refer to her as TT. She's known all over the city of Milwaukee. And every time you see her, um, she's blessing somebody with some type of community service, food drives, clothes drives, right in the heart of Milwaukee, Wisconsin. She will also be a part of the broadcast this Sunday on the 9.0. So y'all know how we do it. Let me get myself together. I got to get ready to get out of here. But it has been lovely to hang out with y'all. But y'all know we always go out with some music. So let's get it. That's a joint right there. That's the underground. Yeah. <laughs> it's the clean version. It's the clean version. Listen, y'all, we got to get out of here. This is Dr. Tony Willie Jr. Underground 9.0 Thursday edition. Straight Pete on Mix. Join us Sunday, 10 o'clock Central Standard Time on the Underground 9.0. We love y'all. Thank y'all for being us. We out. Stay on the porch, blow the whistle.